Welcome to today's episode of Let Me Be Brief. I'm your co-host, Andy Rieger, joined as sometimes, not always, but most of the time, Matt Basinger of Swell Spark. I'm Hi, always, always in your heart, Andy. You are always in my heart. 60% of the time. We're in the Let It Fly Media Studios, joined as always by Miss Jackie Wise from Emprise Bank. Hi, Jackie. Look at that. Oh, that wave was better than the that ones was, she's done in the past. That was less awkward for sure. It definitely was yeah. less. It's, it's like she's excited yeah. for the show. <laughs> Our guest today is Greg Martinet. Greg is the president of the Southwest Johnson County Economic Development Corp. Greg's going to have a heck of a lot of insight on business and the trajectory of where the world goes in 2023. Greg, welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much. I hope I have some trajectory. <laughs> and it'll be opinionated, so it's fine. <laughs> We're going to take it all as gospel. Whatever you say, we'll make the news. Um, hey, uh, let's just start with the softball question. What, I mean, your, your title's a mouthful. What do you do? Companies. So my job is to attract investment into Southwest Johnson County and specifically New Century Air Center and the city of Gardner. And then once we get them there, my job is to keep them there. Yep. So um, sometimes the getting them there is easier than keeping them there, and especially with uh, the way things are going. But um, I hate to start off with bad news, but you may have heard that the Coleman big distribution center is closing down. It's 1.1 million square feet. It's one of the biggest buildings in Kansas City. And they let us know that they're going to to uh, reconsolidate and, and thinking that there's going to be a recession. Mm. And it just blindsides everybody. Everything's wow. going so well. We've got all these new big buildings going up and then that happens so you're never comfortable. Go find the tenant. We will. Right. And we will. And, you know, the good thing is, is there's jobs available for all. There's three or four hundred people in there and they'll go right into other jobs and other places right away. And we've got multiple million square foot prospects looking. So hopefully it all works out good. But it just it's just how crazy our job is sometimes. Yeah. So talk to me about that. Right. You have this very unique problem you're solving for is that you have essentially an asset, 1.1 million square feet. How do you go about, let me lick your finger and stick in the air and see who's in, like, how, how do you go find someone who needs a footprint of that size? Well, luckily we already have some in the pipeline. Mm -hmm. So we'll go to them and that, and there aren't any existing buildings and everybody that's out there, it's looking once they want to move fast. Yep. So having that available building is a huge asset for us. So the first thing I do is uh, Whitney Kerr is the real estate representative, very well known, you know, not only in Kansas City, but throughout the country. And he sends me the flyer and then I send it to about 250 different people, site location consultants, corporate real estate folks we worked with in the past, other brokers, regional brokers, um, all of our partners, the Kansas City Area Development Council, our our uh, friends at Evergy, our folks at the Kansas Department of Commerce. So we just make sure that everybody knows that that asset's available. So there's this more or less shadow network of economic development professionals comprised of real estate brokers and site location consultants that all just have this back channel talk always going on, always just sharing flyers with each other. And that's how you guys really fill pipelines. That, that, that's right. And or helping each other, what, what's coming on board. Hey, what are you hearing down there? What or how's the labor force or what's going on with this? And so, yeah, we're always talking. Those relationships are critical in my business. So how do you guys look at a prospective company that is we'll just use your one point one million square foot 
perspective company as the specific scenario we talk about. You guys are, I mean, I'm going to read the title again, Southwest Johnson County, not Johnson County, Southwest, a specific area. There have to be so many perspective sites that could fit in the United States, a 1.1 million square foot warehouse. It's almost like, I mean, the, the worst set of lottery odds, if you just had to flip a coin, what do you do to make companies that have no idea about what Gardner, Kansas is yeah. to say, this is where we should locate? It's not easy. And uh, you're right. There's a lot of competition and how we set ourselves aside from, from others is uh, number one, New Century Air Center is, is not a city and uh, it stand, it's owned by the county and all there's 3,500 or so acres out there, about 1,100 that are still developable. It was a formal, former naval air station back in World War II. And so then it was deeded over to the county. So our property taxes there are 18 to 20% lower than surrounding communities. We don't have franchise taxes on so your electric bill, gas bill, everybody's, whether you're a company or individual, you have a 5% franchise fee on every bill you get. Well, if you're a big company like that, and especially a manufacturer, you take 5% off the top of your electric bill. That's, that's serious funds. So even in a, in a million square foot warehouse um, with air conditioning and, and gas and uh, you know, conveyors, it's a, it's a big number. And so, uh, that and the, the quality of our employees and, and our relationship to Interstate 35 and and um, you know, being close enough to the city of Kansas City, but just a little bit outside at all. You know, we just and then we'll throw in some other things in there that may or may not be true to to make. Yeah, <laughs> that's a joke. <laughs> Let's but, uh, make us look a little better. Every, everyone gets a free bottle. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yes. and Co. I mean, so it's amazing. You, you joke about that. Last night I was talking with some people and uh, it was a gentleman who had bought a hundred of our bottles of whiskey to give to clients. And he said that he had never gotten a better reaction. He was a wealth manager. So I've never gotten a better reaction from gifts. And he's like, I normally spend a couple hundred bucks on gifts. And I just decided, Hey, like, I'm just going to start out with a bottle of whiskey and I'll figure out what I'm going to get everyone later on in the year. And he's like, the reactions from everyone signaled that. I don't need to get you anything else. I just saved a bunch of money and you're even happier with me than my Twitter. So I, you? I think what I'm trying to get at here, Greg, <laughs> is, you know, don't offer the tax incentives. Offer just offer Rieger whiskey. An almost unlimited supply. Yeah. I mean, if you could take two and a half percent of that franchise tax, buy whiskey with it, give cool. it to them. You pocket two and a half and everyone wins. Andy, just think of how much more whiskey you could make if you had 1.1 million square feet <laughs> to be able to produce such an insane amount for and it's uh, available. our friends. It'll be available it, July know? 1st. We there can move you right in. I would probably carry this ax <laughs> that you put over my head with me as I was making whiskey in 1.1 million square feet. Totally fair. Greg, let's, let's back. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, and that's, that's the primary way we get our great members like Emprise Bank and Jackie is all of our board meetings turn into happy hours after we're done. And then our holiday reception, like last night, is there's no business. It's just networking and, and Jackie's happy. Yep. Wait, wait, Jackie doing a happy hour? And sourcing business? It's hard to imagine. It's amazing. And uh, I've got to call her like four or five times to, to make sure she's going to come. And it's, oh, okay, I'll come. So I want to talk about that, but I want to back up a little bit first. 
how does one find themselves as the president of an economic development corporation? Like, what's your background? Well, it, I started out in uh, in politics. Actually, okay. my uh, my mom and dad were both mayors of Grandview back in the eighties, seventies, wow. and eighties, and back to back. And back to back. And then my mom became a state representative after that for a while for the South Kansas City Grandview area. And Mm -hmm. so at seven years old, back when there was real telephones, you know, and the phone would ring, you didn't know who it was. I would answer the phone and you'd get chewed out about somebody's basement backing up with with water or whatever, something going wrong. And and so um, you kind of learn that business, but I never thought that's what I'd want to do. My mom actually recruited the first, when she was mayor, the first Sam's Club okay. was in Grandview at Truman Corners out there. And she worked real close with the real estate folks and Sam Walton to get it there. Mm-hmm. But so I went into politics right after college. I went to Mizzou and and uh, was involved in mostly volunteer campaigns with the, uh, the, the older George Bush and Jack Danforth and Kit Bond and, and Finally got paid a little bit to manage two congressional campaigns on the St. Louis side of the state and uh, got tired of the 24 hour a day job that sometimes came down to one day and a lot of people voting wrong and uh, to, to becoming a government affairs person for a telephone company. And, and one of the responsibilities in this government affairs job was economic development. Mm-hmm. And to me, that was just going to boring meetings in these communities all around town. And and I moved up here, went to work for Missouri Public Service, uh, which became Utilicorp, and then eventually folded into Kansas City Power and Light and Energy. And they asked me if I wanted to run the economic development group. And I said, no. I go, I don't, that's, that's just, there's no fun to me. And they said, no, no, no. We want you to build a marketing group out of this that goes internationally to recruit businesses to, to our service territory in the Kansas City area. And, and, uh, and I jumped on that. But you know, never in a million years did you I mean I wanted to be quarterback at, you know, or a shortstop for the Yankees. Yep. I didn't. Economic development. You mean, you know, you mean the Royals? Or the Royals, yes. yeah. Yeah, um, of course. This was actually, I was the Kansas City A's when I was little. I wanted to be Campy Campanaris back when yep. I was little. But so you never, I mean, you just, this wasn't a career path sure. and you just, when the door opened and you just walked through it and, and it's still going that way today. So this is a, this is a very loaded question, right? You started on the Missouri side uh, and now are on the Kansas side. I have a Kansas headquarters. Uh, Andy here has a Missouri headquarters, which, which state is better? You know, they're both equal. <laughs> they're, uh, Notice how uh, I don't ask the questions yeah. that are just lose lose <laughs> questions. I'm kidding. He works on the Kansas side. The, the better the better They're side. They're both probably. great locations. Way better than St. Louis or or Oklahoma City or Preach. Des Moines or Preach. or uh, uh, Omaha. Yeah. So you know, you started the show talking about obviously some bummer news. It's, yeah, it's sorry very about that. But but you know that is in the midst of a string of great successes that you've had over, over the last decade, the growth in Southwest Johnson County has been pretty significant. And so kind of tell me, you know, for those who maybe aren't aware what, what you all have brought to your area over the course of the last handful of years, but also some of the things that you're really excited about. Yeah. So 
in uh, the last 10 years down there, and I've been there eight years, but in the last 10, approximately 17 million square feet of new buildings have come wow. in that area. And it's the, and we've got two Amazon distribution centers. Kubota has 2 million square, started with 500,000 and are now up to 2 million. Wow. Uh, UPS, uh, Walmart, which was originally jet.com and Excel Industries, and it just, goes on and we've got Garmin down there. We've got a company called Upfield that makes all the country crock. Uh, spread is down there. A company called Carry Ingredients that makes all the chocolate covered almonds you buy at Costco awesome. in North America. It all comes from down there. And then uh, DuPont, which became IFF, makes food additives, sour brands, which makes Duke's mayonnaise, which is a national. So we've got all these national brands, these big industrial companies, uh, big name companies, and, uh, and it, they just, uh, um, they flourished down there. And, and what's great is when we have companies come in uh, trying to decide where to locate, they talk to those plant managers, they mm -hmm. talk to the HR people, and they hear what a great experience they've had, and it helps them wanna come. Now, I'm most excited about uh, some aviation-related um, projects we're working on. Uh, New Century has a 7,300-foot runway which so wow. anything can land there and uh but what we haven't done is really recruit aviation type companies we just opened up uh, about 800 acres on the east side of the airport for development it was originally slated to be the second airport in kansas city mm. and so it's taken us about seven years to get that released by the faa where we can develop it so we've got a strip along the runway of about 300 acres reserved for for aviation. Vantrust Real Estate is developing the rest of it. And we've got a million square feet of buildings going up right now that are speculative, two buildings. Um, but we've got two, what I call our alternative aviation projects that have narrowed it down to, to us and just a few other sites in the country. They started out, one of them, 110 sites in 18 states. And we're one of somewhere in the top 10. They're still whittling it down, but it's a uh, it's an air taxi operates, kind of runs like an Uber, huh. about 600,000 square feet, 1,200 jobs at about $100,000 a pop. Another one is a uh, aircraft that sprays crops and uh, it, uh, it totally run remotely. And I didn't know that, that those uh, spray cropping planes or that job is one of, they, they, they're like suicide missions. And uh, they're, they're setting a new record on the number of those pilots that are dying, having crashes and dying. Huh. So now this will be uh, a totally remote operation. The, the, the plane, the aircraft is about as big as this room. And, and their market, it's an Israeli company. Their market guns, goes from North Dakota to Texas. So we're right in the middle. And the guy who's going to run it is actually worked for John Deere here in Kansas City and lived in Overland Park. And... He will have to move to wherever this operation goes. So he wants it to come here. So we're yeah, sure. two really cool um, that I, I think one of them will get as much attention as Panasonic coming here just because of what it does. Sure. So, so cool stuff. So you're, you're excited there. Yep. Um, we started the show with a little bit of yeah. Debbie Downer news to do that. What does 2023 and 2024 really look like to you? I mean, what's your realistic expectation because obviously, if you start going into these meetings saying everything is amazing and great, and then it's not, those companies look at you and say, "Hey, Greg, like, 
No thanks. You know, in the future. It, it's, I told somebody this the other day, I've been doing this a long time, almost 30 years. And, uh, you, you always, you know, people ask you, how are things going? It's crazy. It's crazy. Well, we've been saying crazy for 30 years. It's just, it's a different crazy every year. And, and we're looking at next year. Now we've got more projects in the pipeline and I'm talking as a region and, you know, working with KCADC and Kansas city smart port and the department of commerce, there are more serious projects in the pipeline. And you just hope that things don't, you know, the economy really tanks, but you, know, you can't just stop business and think would think you know being afraid or having fear of what might happen you got to keep going and they've got customers they've got people that need product and uh like i said we've had just in the last two months we've had five site visits by company which we may have gone and i'm talking industrial here not retail or commercial which i also do but um i think we went about a year without a real site visit and so just in the last, I mean, we had two big ones in the same week and that's just kind of unheard of for us. Sure. That's so, awesome. Yeah. It's, I don't, it's, you're always nervous and you're worried. I'm just, you know, luckily I'm not the guy putting in multi-millions to build a spec building. And, right. uh, but they, they're good at what they do and they've are very successful at it. And so, so just to ask like a, a finance question, and this is my last question of the podcast we talk about the company leaving 1.1 million square feet, putting in their notice as of June 30th, July 1st, whatever it is. What is the financial hit that a company like that takes on a property that they are leasing or was their lease up and they just informed you they weren't renewing it? Yeah, they, uh, they just renewed their, they had 10 year lease and they originally had tax abatement, um, got through that, came off the abatement. So they're paying full property taxes, renewed their lease in 2018 for another 10 years. So there's seven years left on their lease. So they will, they will just sublease it. And the owner of the building has said they will cap property taxes. Um, so that's, it's competitive with other buildings around. Um, the hit right off the bat is the city of Gardner has their own municipal electric utility. And it, this building is in the city of Gardner. And it's their largest customer. And so that's the immediate hit sure. that, that, I mean, that's a big hit for a little town with the, um, so that, that's kind of what worries me the most about is if it would sit there at any, for any length of time. But I think that the ownership is big enough to where that's not going to hurt. And I think it'll get released, subleased quick. That's good to hear. All right. Wrapping up outside of marriage and kids, it's the coolest thing that you have ever done. Well, one of the things is uh, my brother-in-law is Gary Pinkle, who is, was Missouri's football coach mm -hmm. for 15 years. And he just went in the College Football Hall of Fame, National College Football Hall of Fame on Tuesday night. Wow. And so being around... Your that, wife's brother is... My sister's husband. My sister is married to him. Got it. And uh, just the opportunities. I mean, being a Mizzou grad myself sure. and to be on the field for a lot of games and being around some of those great, like Dak Prescott, you know, Mississippi state played, you know, I'm on the field watching him play in college and guys like that. So getting to spend, you know, being in locker rooms after big wins and going to the sec championship game. And he's real good friends with, uh, um, Nick Saban. And so they, they played together in college and are good buddies. So getting to know him a little bit. And, um, that's kind of the coolest thing I would Absolutely. say. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's great. So Christmas dinners are fun. <laughs> they are. They're always fun. And uh, do you live in Naples now? They well, 
They have a place in Naples and at the Lake of the Ozarks and uh, in still in Columbia. So we're we're going to the basketball game tomorrow, the MUKU game. Yep. And so we'll meet up for lunch and do that. And fantastic. Um, it, it's cool. Enjoy that. Super. Fun. Will, will you be returning to the office today uh, boasting about how excited you are for the Tigers? I never stopped doing that, <laughs> and especially on the Kansas. And my office obviously is full of Mizzou stuff and being in Kansas, my license plates have Mizzou on it. And so I take some grief over that, but uh, <laughs> I'm a fan. What, that's what makes it fun. Yeah. Um, well, hey, on behalf of Let It Fly Media, Emprise Bank, Jay Rieger & Co., and Swell Spark, thanks for being here. Well, that's, my pleasure. Thank you. It's great to meet you. What a beautiful building you have here, yep. too. And let thank it, you, Jackie, for inviting me. Let It Fly me. does it right. Yeah. Absolutely. And Jackie's uh, the you best. Know, we love Jackie. We are Hi, excited. Jackie. Excited for you to get that building leased next yeah. week. You know, and uh, and and thank you in advance for buying Rieger bottles for all of the employees who work there. Uh, all four hundred yeah. of them. <laughs> Cheers. My pleasure. Thank you.